0: Welcome to the Let's Talk Data podcast series presented by SAP, where we explore game-changing technology and strategies with leading experts with the goal of maximizing the value of data across your organization. If you haven't done so already, please follow or subscribe to our podcast on your favorite channel to stay tuned in.
1: Well hello everyone and welcome to our SAP Let's Talk Data podcast. Um, The topic today is a market perspective on data quality and data quality solutions. My name is Corey Bragg and I'm from the SAP product and and solution marketing team and I'm going to be the host for today's podcast. But let me start by introducing our speaker, um, Andy Haler. He's the CEO and co-founder of the Information Difference and also works with the Bloor Research Group and he is um, going to uh, give us an insight into the data quality solutions market. So Andy, thank you for joining today.
0: Thank you very much for having me.
1: So can we just, um, can you share a little bit more about yourself, your background, um, your experience in data management?
0: sure yeah um well, I've had sort of three phases I guess to my career um I worked for um, seven years for uh, Exxon um, in um, various roles but I started as a DBA a database administrator and then did a sorted. Um, jobs associated with data management um, including sort of building some um, database applications Um, and then I moved to Shell and I worked there for 13 years and I ended up running data management globally for Shell uh, with around 300 staff around the world Um, and then after that I kind of went over to the dark side and I set up a software vendor uh, called Collider which was a a data warehouse, um, and later a master data management vendor um, that was some years later was um, moved to the U.S. and was then acquired. Um, and then for the last uh, dozen years or so, um, I've been an industry analyst. <clears throat> so set up the uh, the information difference with a uh, like my co-founder um, and. Um, as you mentioned, also um, do work for Bloor Research, which is another, um, uh, another an, sort of industry analyst firm. So I've sort of been on the end user side, I've been on the vendor side and more recently I've been on <clears throat> the sort of analyst side. Um, so I've seen, I guess, most different perspectives of, the, of data management from each of those different angles.
1: So then as you kind of shifted towards that that analyst role, I'm, I'm kind of curious about the general process that you take in terms of performing in market research and analysis.
0: Sure. Well, obviously we, we talk to both to vendors and end user clients um, in terms of the um, and market research. We do actual sort of surveys, as you might think of as market research. But we also um, talk to vendors about their uh, their their products, and and we advise sort of end user companies on mainly on the selection of of of, of technologies. Um, so we sort of you know end up w- working in different perspectives. Um, and in terms of assessing sort of vendor products, we tend to uh, the, the the firms that I sort of set up is a sort of somewhat <clears throat> sort of niche firm in a way, in that we try to go a bit deeper than some more general purpose analyst firms, and we don't try and cover dozens of topics. We really just cover um, a very small amount, um, which is, for me, has been around um, master data management and and, including that sort of data quality as a sort of subset, if you like, um, and data warehousing and data data governance, which is associated with those things. When we're looking at vendors, I'm trying to be heavily driven by customer feedback. Um, It's sort of very tempting to spend a lot of time Listening to vendors who are very good at coming up with very slick PowerPoint sort of you know uh, slide decks and lovely demonstrations about how wonderful the products are. But well, the people who actually have to try and put these things into practice um, are you know, end user customers in, in companies. Um, certainly with the, you know, the regular research we do, we uh, follow up, uh, do um, customer satisfaction surveys with uh, with customers. Um, and that's actually the, the thing that drives you know, scoring the most heavily. So I tend to weight the sort of customer feedback scores, you know, to be honest, a lot more um, heavily than I do the, the sort of vendor opinions, uh, because just, just realistically, you know, customers are the ones who are actually putting, you know, actually using this stuff. So they've got a better idea than, than, uh, than anybody else as to what works and what doesn't work.
1: So then if you're looking and thinking from that customer perspective and in terms of data quality um, from a market perspective, I, what, what are you seeing in terms of some of the key Trends, or what are what are some of the key needs of customers today when it comes to uh, data quality and data quality management?
0: Uh, well, I think in broad terms, there's a generic sort of trend, I guess, called broadly called digital transformation, and that's I think also associated with um, a very large but very long-term movement of um, computer applications from traditional on-premise um, data centers to the cloud. That's clearly, I mean, it takes a number of years, but in both of those things, there are significant data quality um, aspects. So um, clearly, you know, data is, is the key, if you like, to the success of, of most sort of computer applications. Um, and so, I mean, being sure that the quality of the data um, in your <clears throat> core applications is is vitally important from both from an operational viewpoint, just trying to do basic things like understanding, you know, customer profitability, or product or channel profitability and also through compliance issues if you're in sort of financial services or pharmaceuticals there's some quite strict some compliance legislation depending on which country you're in Um, and uh, all many of these um, elements rely on um, a certain level of data quality and in particular the ability for you to demonstrate that your data is of a certain quality so I think these these kind of broad transitions that are happening in the market um, are very you um, have a significant data quality component and as you as companies try to do these these major things um you know they clearly want to try to automate as much as they can Uh, and so data quality can help with this i mean for example you can um you know tools these days or the modern tools anyway can try to for example look at the the metadata within applications to try to come up with default or suggested um data quality rules rather than necessarily you having to do everything yourself um that's just one one example so i think there's a number of cases where um, data quality is, uh, is is quite a sort of important part, really, of these broader uh, digital transformation initiatives.
1: And, and where do you see? I mean, from that that customer perspective, their needs, digital transformation. What do you see as some of the the gaps? I mean, the needs of the customers and the software solutions that are available.
0: Yeah, I mean I think it's interesting whenever you see surveys done of um, sort of very senior management, the kind of surveys that, you know, management consulting firms do sort of every every year of CEOs. Um, what is quite intriguing is actually the level to which data quality is is regarded as important but what is fascinating is the degree to which CEOs don't necessarily have tremendous faith in the quality of the data within their organisation so you often you know different surveys come up with different things but you'll see you know often as many as a third of CEOs sort of just you know expressing some degree of disquiet about the uh, reliability of the data within an organisation and I think there's, there's many reasons for this. It can, can be a partly a matter of data being fragmented across different systems. Um, you know, realistically, people have got lots of different applications. You know, not just ERP, and if they have got ERP, they've got perhaps many different instances of ERP. Um, but within that, you've also got to consider, you know, not just the accuracy of data, but you've got to consider its timeliness, its completeness, uh, its consistency, um, you know, and and, and so on. Um, so there are a lot of um, issues that get, get sort of driven out through when when people try to put in new new systems or new reporting systems or some new initiative, they discover that often the um, the quality of the data underlying um, that, that they, they were hoping for isn't really the case. And certainly I know in some work that we did as a piece of market research uh, just a few years ago, um, that we found that um, we asked a whole I say with over a hundred companies about their experiences with implementing uh, major data management projects. And I think in in all uh, the average was that they'd um, I think they'd allowed something like ten percent of their budget for data quality within these broader um, data management projects. But in practice, when they actually did the project, they were they were often spending twenty to thirty percent of the entire project fixing data quality problems. So on average, you know, the, the data quality issues were taking up two to three times the uh, expected amount of effort. And so we you know, we we you know we we consistently find this you winner, know, whichever industry it is, it doesn't sort of matter. Whether it's financial services or whether it's manufacturing or, or pharma, you know there is a it's sort of an ongoing sort of generic, you know issue with data quality. Yeah, you know, some of which comes back to human nature. You know, um, because we you know people aren't necessarily always um, rewarded for. You know, putting you know, doing a doing a bang up job with their, their data quality. They're often measured on other things, um, and and you know, you need to put the processes in place really to um, to ensure that there is a sense of sort of ownership um, of data quality. I mean, certainly, I think this is this g- generic sort of terminology of sort of data governance. Um, I, which is really the, the the process side, you know, of 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 data quality and, and and other aspects of data management. You know, I think is is extremely important. You know, it, 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 too many organisations in the past tended to regard <clears throat> data quality as a kind of a technology problem. That was the the problem of the IT department, um, and that really isn't going to work you know in this day and age um, you really need business really need to take ownership of their of their data um, and to be actually you know held accountable for uh, the quality of data and its consistency and and, and timeliness and so on um, they, they just they can't just sort of outsource that to a bunch of folks in the IT department so we tend to talk a well, lot like sort of data governance issues as well as the you know more obvious things of, of technology itself um, so I know obviously with you know SAP we have a number of offerings in this area, but I mean these days it's sort of data intelligence cloud. Um, but before that, there were some other technologies, um, SAP Information Steward and data services. And in fact, you know, question to you really is 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 to how you see those sort of transitions occurring.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's interesting, we do have a very large uh, customer base on SAP Information Steward and data services, um, but we have built integrations to share rural data quality rules, to share data quality ETL uh, data flows, uh, metadata between those products and uh, SAP Data Intelligence Cloud. So, uh, allowing customers to kind of move to the cloud at their own their own speed when it comes to data management. I want to ask you one more question, Andy, and, and this is relative to, um, you know, it, the underestimation of data quality when it comes to digital transformation. What advice would you give to uh, data leaders to help right-size that effort or create a business case for it to sell it to um, to the company? Um, any thoughts? Sure. Um, well, I think
0: it's two or three things there. I mean, I certainly we would go back to, to what I said earlier about I think data governance being very important. This is not an IT department's problem. I think mean, that's the first that's the first kind of thing. In terms of making a, a business case for um, data quality, I think that actually isn't, shouldn't be so very difficult. And one example, sort of, you know, a bit of advice that I'm often given is to, um, if you've got a business process model of your organisation, which many, you know, certainly larger organisations will have, so you may have a process like sell to customer, for example, should be possible, Possible to look through the um, the elements of that business process and look at the the outputs and and um, consider you know what proportion of um, you know business transactions at the moment are failing due to data quality issues. You know, there may be you know all kinds of depending on the process. There may be things like you know returns if it's a physical product that's going off to stores and somewhere being sent back. It could be you know deliveries going to the wrong address because of a faulty name and address. Um, there'll be you know different things for different processes but it should be possible to look at the, the cost of, of, of each of these sort of missteps um, and if you if you have decent information on your on the proportion of for example queried invoices or returns that are made um, you know back, back to the manufacturer um, then these have obviously got a cost um, and if a proportion of that is to do with data quality, and you can, you know, you can improve that by whatever, you know, 50% or 80%, whatever you know estimate you can come up with. You um, should be you should be able to put that into fairly hard, you know, dollar value uh, terms. And once you've got that, then you can start to um, see if it's going kind to of costing us, you know, whatever, you know, two million dollars a year or something whatever the number is, you know, in terms of these issues that we can, you know, improve up by 50%, we can, you know, we can afford to spend a million dollars on a on a data quality you know, initiative. So I think that's, the, that's the type of thing, just look at, look at sort of, specific business processes and look at the problems today just look at where the pain is and and try to pick the the things that are causing the most pain as well don't pick the you know the the easy you know things that are sort of you know minor inconveniences pick the things that are actually costing you money um and what i will say is having worked in data management now for disturbing amount of time I think for for 39 years now um, and on a whole range of different projects for different companies what I can absolutely tell you is that every single project I've ever worked on um, the data quality is worse than the expectation so there is not one project I can ever remember where where we've worked on where the data quality was much better than we thought it was going to be yeah it's always worse um and and you know therefore you need to be be realistic about um the amount of um you know effort you assign to that as as i said in this survey we did you know you basically figure out what you think it's going to cost you you to do data quality and then either double or triple that and that will on average that literally will be a more realistic estimate um and clearly tools um you know the whole pile of tools like um, it's a big data intelligence, but, but obviously others that can, you know, really help you with that. A lot of these things can be um, automated. There's a lot of very clever algorithms that can help you, you know, match candidate, you know, duplicate record solutions and do merge matching they can do profiling um, they can do enrichment so a lot of these things can be speeded up you know with a with a good quality modern um, data quality tool particularly if it's sort of you know cloud native which is you know the way the world is going now um, you know if you've got something that's a cloud-based solution that's modern that's got lots of you know good functionality you know then those types of tools can definitely um, you know assist you in that kind of uh, that process and speed things up for you so I think sort of you know I would focus on to summarise you know data governance put those things in place you know double your estimates <laughs> and, and use a, a good modern data quality tool that would be my summary
1: I just want to add to this is the the idea of the measurement, right, the improvement uh, to really establish the KPIs up front so that you can track then and show to your leadership that you are making progress and improvement and show the value of your data management or data quality um, initiatives um, to keep that that funding for for those improvements and, and solutions.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it's an ongoing. You know, data quality shouldn't be a one-off project where you suddenly think you've fixed it all. Um, it's not really like that. It's it's, uh, it's a it's a constant battle against entropy. You know, so um, the only way you're going to do that is to have uh, regular monitoring processes where you are measuring your, the quality of your data. Ideally, also measuring the the cost that it's that the data quality errors are actually causing you. Um, and then by doing those those two things, um, you you have a you know you're, you're doing a good job of maintaining a you know sort of a, a good handle on where, where your data quality is heading in terms of direction. Um, but as an aside, if you're measuring the cost of of the issues. Um, then you're also you know self-justifying the actual cost of the project um so you don't you know you don't have to go back and do another big exercise in two or three years time when the next crisis happens
1: so w- with that i think we'll we'll wrap up um i i want to thank everyone for listening to our sap let's talk data podcast discussing a market perspective on data quality and i want to encourage everyone listening to take a look at the additional resources that are available within um, the description of the podcast. Uh, This will give you also links to um, information about SAP Data Intelligence Cloud, which um, has some great capabilities for data quality and data governance to get an understanding of the quality of your data, um, but also monitor that on an ongoing basis. And yeah, stay tuned for new episodes, uh, subscribe to the Let's Talk Data series um, and get caught up on the ones that you have missed. So thanks again, everyone, and be well.
0: We hope you enjoyed the podcast. Check out the show notes for additional links to information and please subscribe or follow to join us on the next episode of Let's Talk Data presented by SAP.